Welcome to episode number 136, A Night to Give Back. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Gabe, Mike Mamula, Kim D, and Joey Dominic. What's going on, everyone? What's going on? What's going on, Jimmy? What's a up? night to give back. In this episode, we have special guests Kim D, Mike Mamula, and Joey Dominic. We cover topics that range from event planning, charitable giving, the community united, using our talents, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes by Emmanuel Swedenborg and Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. If you're new, thank you for joining us, guys. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off, Mike, Kim, Joe. Welcome. Again, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Thank you you for the great gear and uh, everything coming into this, too. We really appreciate it. It's a fantastic thing you have going on here. I love it. I love it. Hey, you know, I like to spoil my (laughs) guests. You guys coming on the show, I love it. Um, With that being said, for those of us who do not know who you are specifically, uh, let us know who you are and what you do, starting with Joe. As soon as you said that, the only thing I thought about was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Who is your daddy? What does he do? Um, anyway, yeah, I'm Joey. I'm the owner of Dolce Vita Media. I uh, dabble on a bunch of things. I uh, do a little of this and a little of that. I do a lot of marketing, media, events, uh, any type of promotion whatsoever. I uh, just got one of my business cards that were a magnet sent <laughs> yeah. to me by, uh, <laughs> pushed my way by uh, Jimmy Lee. Um, so, you know, in in my involvement in these, uh, this you know night to remember is simply uh you know the marketing campaign pr like and uh just trying to get the word out about helping two very special families other than that i'm just a guy who's a father of two and a wonderful husband i guess (laughs) (laughs) awesome you're a good dude joey oh thank you (laughs) you are a good dude all right kim um first i'm a mom and a wife and uh I do real estate, just so you know, I'm licensed in Pennsylvania and Jersey. Nice. Um, but first of all, my name is Kim D for my stage name, and I've been a professional singer for quite a few years now, and I figured being a professional singer, I can give back to the community, and it makes me feel good. So Awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. And we did have Kim uh, D before um, on our episode, so check that bad boy out. And Mike... What's hello, on? hello, hello. What is going on, man? All kinds of great stuff. <laughs> Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. Been following what you guys are up to. It's really exciting stuff. I'm always uh, excited to see guys like you and uh, projects like this because the world needs more of it. Absolutely. Um, you know, my name's Mike Mamola. I am a trial lawyer by trade, founding member of a law firm uh, out in uh, Mercer County, New Jersey. We practice statewide, but we have uh, colleagues uh, throughout the Northeast and uh, country, quite frankly. Yeah. So I've been doing that for about 18 years. I uh, probably about five years ago or more now transitioned into a lot of other things. So now I do a lot of uh, personal coaching, business consulting, public speaking, inspirational, motivational speaking, competitive jujitsu and uh, entrepreneurial things that keep the world spinning in a positive way. 
we knew you'd wow. like him, Jimmy. Yeah, I'm liking it. All right. Jack of all trades. My guy. My new best friend. Uh, I've known this guy since we were, what, 19? 19 years old. I'll never forget. Burger Bits. Some, somebody, Burger Bits. Somebody came to me and said there was a, I don't even remember what the bar was. but there was Center House Pub. Center House wow. Pub, I guess it wow. was called. And somebody said, you have to come down. I was writing and producing dance music back then. Okay. And, uh. Somebody said, you have to come hear this, uh, this girl sing named Kim. And I went down. I was blown away. Kim and I ultimately ended up writing and producing some songs together. And we've been uh, kind of together as friends and business partners ever since. She's an amazing person. And I'm always excited to be involved in whatever she brings me into. And likewise, cool. he was one of the had. He was actually the first person I called. Yeah. So I'm like, if Amola can't be my host, I am not doing this. <laughs> That's not true. She would have done it anyway. <laughs> so, uh, Joey, how did you meet these two? So I met Kim through uh, a, a failed promotion that we were doing. I, I reached out to Kim about something about her trying to like mend whatever offenses that were uh, not so good and she was just like stuck to her guns and then i met her through another ven- venture that we were doing the stevie b uh freestyle concert nice. that i was hired to promote and uh you know obviously there was always that like all right let, let, let's uh try to feel each other out here yeah. and uh, but like obviously we became close and everything and uh the next venture um that's where i met mike and uh it was actually at kim d's uh video release party Nice. And uh, nice. I, I remembered Mike. I was like, oh, okay. He was hosting that that event, and uh, the first thing I saw about Mike what, wasn't so much about how great of a host he was. It was like, whose Ferrari is that out there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wasn't mine, <laughs> and it was a Lamborghini. Right. You know what? So I might have had a little. Wow. It, it was dark that night. It was. It, there it was, was a Ferrari there too, though. Yeah. So was it really a Lambo? Yeah. It was green. Okay, wow. hang on. That's another, I'll tell you about that. That's somebody else who I'm involved with. We we do all kinds of exciting things. Hold on. A little confusion between a Lambo and a Ferrari. Uh, It made me think of this Frank Sinatra quote. It says, you buy a Ferrari when you want to be somebody. You buy a Lamborghini when you are somebody. Mm. Bam. Some people would agree with that for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you got to know the difference, though, right? Yeah. But then I can extend that one more level that I think you'll relate to. Yeah. It's better to be a Lamborghini than to own a Lamborghini. And that's what we strive for. I love it. I love it. Excellent. Awesome stuff. All right. So this is all about uh, a night to give back. So um, I don't know whoever wants to jump in. Can someone explain the event and how it came together? All right. One night I was at the Bordentown Elks hanging out with a bunch of friends and they were telling me about this boy from Bordentown Township who um, was suffering from Hodgkin's lymphoma. And I had heard his name here and there, I had seen a few articles, and every time I saw his name or saw what was going on, it was just heart-wrenching. Yeah. And I kept telling my husband, Vinny, I think I should try and do something. Uh, I think I should try and do something. Then one night at the Elks, again, because I just can't stay away from the place, mm. um, somebody who had done a fundraiser for the child actually had spoke to me that night about her cousin who had breast cancer or t- uh, type of it for the third time. Wow. And I said, you know what? That's it. We're going to do a fundraiser. And I didn't even know her. Didn't really know the kid. Um, and I was like, you know, we're going to do something. Let's get the date locked down. Let me get some friends together. So I called Mike. I said, Mike, can you do this day? 
that I called somebody else, can you do this day? I'm like, Joey, do you want to get on board? Yeah. And before I said yes, they were going to do this, we had a whole team of people. Wow. And we did seven, eight sponsors. Everybody had a particular job. I didn't want to be greedy saying, I want this amount of money. I want this. I said, okay, can you donate this? Can you donate that? Mm. This show is 100% funded by sponsors and caring people in the neighborhood. Wow. Um, That's wild. It's, yeah. And the entire $25 ticket is going to both families. So we're splitting it in half right down the middle. Wow. And that's like unheard of. So so what was the timeline? So when did you decide to make this bad boy happen to the actual event? End of January. End wow, of January. so you put this together pretty fast. Yeah, and too many hands in the pot spoil the soup. But sure. it's like you want to try and just get it done quicker because the families need the money. Yeah, 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 for and sure. And we had heard from one of the friends that the mom's paying, she's paying $40 a time for a copay every yeah. day. You're going to treatment for six, eight weeks, $40 a day. It's not counting parking, not counting gas, not counting meals. So average it out to 75 to $100 a day. Wow. So for a person who's not working in the family, so $2,000 a month hypothetically can hurt or break a family who they don't have this in the bank or that. And you have other children too. Yeah. Um, and she's a mother of two boys and she has a husband and very caring family. And Gabe has siblings, and he has parents who couldn't work at one point or another because they had to bring him to treatment. Um, Dawn rang the bell today. Woohoo! Bell. Wow. So she had her final treatment Congrats. 34 wow, treatments awesome. and four to five chemo. And she was all excited because she didn't lose her hair. Yeah, 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 so, for sure. And Gabe finished about two weeks ago. Wow. And they still have to get tested, but at the same time, this little bit can help them, relieve mm -hmm. them if they want to do something, if, you know, just to help. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, all right, so with this event, you guys all put it together, you helped put it all together. What's your specific roles for this entire, for the day of? Joe's been marketing from the very beginning. Nice. On all the social media outlets, doing the things that I couldn't do. And Joe felt kind of bad because I was freaking out at one point because I felt like my hair was being pulled out. And he's like, Kim, calm down. It's okay. <laughs> and then Mike has been gathering things together and he's helping out with things. And he's just an awesome host. So, so my role too, I guess, is uh, I'm going to host and MC it, right? Nice. So I'll be uh, up on stage uh, in between the performances, keeping the crowd going, keeping yeah. them hyped and making it a lot of fun. And let me just go back to Joey for a second. I just want to say uh, just a big thank you to him for a lot of this. He's he's kind of the guy a lot of times that you don't see or hear from, but he puts so many great things together. He's behind yeah. the scenes on so many great things. And I have a lot of gratitude we talk about, I, I think you're going to talk about, but Definitely. thankful for a lot of the things he does for so many people. Yeah, That's Joe's awesome. got a big heart, and he's like, oh. Kim, I'm going to go to this person and and go see if they want to help, you know, do a gift to give away or to help with a basket or or can I help you with that? And then even with Mike, Mike, you're like, hey, do, can we give this away? We have the Jiu-Jitsu um, owner. Yeah, so we, we, you know, we went out and we, we just talked Talk to different him. people and, and got in different uh, sponsors, vendors, opportunities, and one of the things we just got in with, uh, we trained with, uh, I trained with a guy named Ricardo Almeida, who's okay. a legendary UFC fighter, Hall of Famer, he's my partner on a venture, and nice. he was more than happy to jump in, and, and he's going to donate some uh, introductory courses and things, so wow. if you haven't gotten a ticket, if you haven't uh, decided to come out yet, guys, come on out, it's going to be a great night, we're going to have some amazing people and opportunities yeah. there, for a great cause. Absolutely. Exactly. And we had uh, Carla Vitali inspections. He was donating a portion for the food. Also, Blend is a place in Hamilton on Route 33, along with Brothers Route 33. They were they just jumped on board. He went in there. Carla went in there. Say, I need this amount of food, and the guys asked for what. And they're like, Well, we want to help. And that's how they jumped on board. And they've been more than giving. Yeah. Um, we've also had 
uh, New Jersey Buzz to help out with some of the advertising that night to do live footage. Um, we also have from, you talk about Chris, because you know Chris very well. You might love Mr. Anderson, but you know him very well. So uh, Chris from Quantum Design Labs, me and him go way back, like in the music industry. Um, he was one of the uh, first uh, people that I, I, I met through like all the, I, I got into this starting out just promoting music and so forth. Chris was pretty much the beginning of the punk rock scene when, when I grew up. And this guy's like level of, you know how much I, I, I told you that you should meet Mike Mamola because yeah. of like, you know, like you two have the same. So your hyperness yeah, yeah, yeah. and Chris would probably like, you know, escalate, explode. explode. <laughs> Cause you're both like, so go get it. And like, I so, would need a Valium uh, just yeah. to watch it. <laughs> I love it. And so like, but like you, you, you call Chris, Hey Chris, what do you think of this? Yeah, man. Like, let's go. Like, like, and so um, not to like, interrupt, but just imagine him playing poker in Atlantic city. Oh, oh no. Wow. He can't yeah. sit that long. <laughs> <laughs> so like and, and i love chris to death like but like so i'll text them one thing next you know i'll get like seven text messages back and like i, I i'll respond with seven other no, but like anyway chris's heart is amazing like yeah. chris would go out on a limb for you for no matter what so obviously the first time i uh you know i went to uh chris for his design stuff was uh in part of a kim's video release as oh, a listen cool. someone needs a step and repeat boundary can you handle it he was like oh man all right let's see what we can do so he, him and kim hit it off right away nice so he did that so of course she called him and he put this together right away too like the guy's talent is beyond i mean his his level of expertise and marketing and branding and so forth branding like it it puts like just his clientele yeah his his portfolio is out through hbo uh rider university like it goes beyond like his 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 the guy is all around great yeah <laughs> so, so he donated this thousand dollar banner that we're using that night wow and he goes kim i you know i really just want to help we got everybody's advertisements and we also had i reached out to smyers realty over in bordentown city who they were right on board from the very beginning. They're wow. like, oh, Kim, anytime you do a show, we know it's quality. We want to help the community. And um, we've also reached out to Keller Williams premiere over in Hamilton on 33 or Nottingham Way. Um, they're going to be helping out with the show. So other people have actually come to us to ask. Yeah. And I was like, we don't want to be greedy. We, we have things if you want to give a donation to the family. It just we want to make it not about me because Joe was saying, I said, Joe, this is about Kim D and friends. Yeah. This is about bringing a bunch of people together who normally would not be together. Right, Mike? Like, yeah. Community, you know, and uh, that's what it's about. And it seems like that's what's coming together. So it's really exciting. Yeah. And that's the one thing that I, I basically had to make it a point when doing the marketing and promotion and stuff. Like, like I, I've been waiting for someone to say, like, this is like a Kim show because this, this very much isn't a Kim show. And, like, I, she's done her part in reaching out to everyone, asking for them to help and everything so forth. And she was like, I don't want to make this about me at all because it's not. And it really isn't. It's yeah. about two families that are in need and a community coming together and the way how fast the community came together is just like this is awesome I'm so what, what was your approach when you're when you're reaching out to you know these businesses or these companies obviously it's a compelling story it's a touching story and people do want to help um but what was your approach in it because these things um they happen more often than not unfortunately um I'll say from my point of view, yeah. when reaching out to certain people, honestly, like I couldn't even get out the story out that quickly. People wow. just know who was on board, and they were like, "Whatever, we'll do. It. We got it." Nice. So like, and uh, they were like, "No problem. Whatever it is, we're good." Like when I talk to uh, 
I mean, Carlo had already reached out to uh, Pasquale and Antonio at Blend and Brothers. But when I went to talk to them, they were like, yeah, sure. Yeah, like, we already had someone. But yeah, now that we know you're in it, too, we're definitely on board. Nice. But uh, with Kim, like, I, you, she can tell you her experience with stuff. But uh, from my point of view, like, we didn't even have to get out so much. Once once we did, they're like, oh, we feel a lot better about it. But yeah, we're, we're already in. Yeah. You, you know what it is, too? It, it, the approach, you say, what was the approach? And right. the approach was, it's very simple. Mm -hmm. And it works. It, and it works on a lot of levels in life. It's to ask for help. Right? And in our, our society, most of the time, people don't. Whether you're male or female, black, white, Asian, it doesn't matter your age, socioeconomic level. People don't like to ask for help. Because in order to do that, you have to show some vulnerability. And, sure. and we don't... We don't allow that to occur mm. as often as it should in our society but when you do magical things happen and, yeah. and you'll you're amazed at how, how quickly mm. people just jump to they do want to help and so that's what Kim did she said we need help we want to help and all of a sudden there was just this tidal wave of of people coming from every direction willing to help yeah yeah and you got a thing too it's you have so much sometimes bad stigmata that if yeah. things have happened with certain uh, mm -hmm. the go-to fund me pages sure. and, and it puts yeah. a negative thing on things. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm not about that. Right. And even when people say, oh, why don't you go on Eventbrite and put your, your tickets up there? I said, no, I want to personally deliver to everybody and thank them. Wow. So mm -hmm. that's how I, and Joey's like, knew what I said. I said, Joey, it's 250 tickets. I want to deliver them personally. Everyone come to my house or I'll come meet them. And that personal touch adds and makes work. Some people ask, who's this for? I had people contacting me just to go pick up um, tricky tray baskets. We wound up not being able to do it, but we're doing something else in place of it. And they're like, no, Kim, we still want to give because it's going to help with the show. Wow. And this is just what we do. Yeah. I'm like, well, thank you. We really appreciate it. And I just wanted to bring a bunch of quality, caring people together. And it's not about me. It's not about them. It's about the, the families. Because I, I, every one of us, it could happen to every single one of us. It could be one of our kids. Absolutely. It could be our, your wives. It could be my husband. And I had a little scare with my husband just recently. They thought he had throat cancer. Wow. And thank God he didn't. But that puts things in perspective. Sure. You know? Absolutely. Um, I know for us, our dad, our dad uh, passed away from pancreatic cancer in 2012, and we I'm put so we put a uh, an event together. So I know on the other side, the flip side, what it meant to us then, um, and it was just this outpour of the community, the way everyone comes together. And you're just like, right? We just stood back. I mean, we even did like a 50-50, and the winners like, I don't want this, and they just gave it back, and it was just the outpour from, I mean, all the way up to Cedric the Entertainer gave us, you know, boxes and boxes of uh, drinks or whatever it was just for that event and everything, everything led into um, the finances and I saw how much pain my mom was in. Mm. Cause you gotta think, right? It's such a, it's such a hard thing to just deal with, wow, someone's dying, someone's dying for real, they have cancer, this sucks, right? But then you have to face the reality like, the cold reality is we have built they have bills to pay and those medical bills are no joke them bad boys just kept adding up and adding up and it's almost overwhelming in a sense where you're just like dude i'm drowning and the medical insurance does not do anything for you anymore right. even when you have 100 percent coverage it's yeah. not 100 percent coverage right. it's yeah. they, they they don't care about the people it's a business absolutely and it's sad absolutely but it's a real truth and hard reality and like i'm sure you see it from all different aspects from what you 
do and this and there and yeah we we see it all the time you know we see it at my office at the law firm we help people you know they uh, um, you know life comes at you fast and hard and you're forced to deal with it like it or not so we see it i also sit on a a national charity the board of directors for a national charity called man cave health where we're focused on men's prostate cancer awareness and uh you know we we see things there that are just mind-blowing and so any opportunity but it's amazing what you guys just did you have to tell jimmy what just happened last month which one? With the man we, cave, the one. Oh, so the short version is the CEO, my, my partner, the CEO of the, the charity, ultra successful at 47 years old. He developed prostate cancer, and uh, that was it. Stopped him in his tracks, and they said, if you don't get this taken care of, you won't see your five daughters uh, graduate oh. from college. And he just he said, I'm going to change everything and create a legacy. So we just opened the first man cave health at Mount Sinai Department of Urology what? on Park Avenue in New York City. Amazing. And wow. uh, it's, it's pretty epic. Yeah, so we are on track. The goal is to do for men's prostate cancer uh, awareness and treatment what Susan G. Coleman did for uh, breast cancer. And the idea is, and actually I was brought into it by a quote from the doctor in the exotic car world when they asked the doctor, why does this happen? They said, because men take better care of their cars than they do their bodies. Hmm. Wow. And the reality of it is that no, no man should die from uh, prostate cancer if you treat, if you get tested sure. and you do things. So the idea is to, we're, we're on track to hopefully open a uh, facility in every major city across the country nice. within the next Good few stuff, years. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah. Congratulations. That's like awesome. That. Yeah. That is absolutely <laughs> awesome. Um, all right. Vibes. So, so absolutely. To uh, rewind it back, can you guys give us kind of like a picture um, or, or uh, an image of what the night you guys want the night to look like? Uh, what are you specifically doing, Kim? Uh, Mike, I know you said you're hosting. Are you going in between? She's singing. Like, kind of break that down. Well, it's going to happen. People are going to come in. They're going to be greeted by a photographer on the red carpet. Nice. And uh, we, with the banner that we got from, you know, Quantum Design. Then throughout the night, we are going to be playing vinyl. From vintage DJs of 70s and 80s vinyl. And then in between, Mike's going to be speaking, talking about what's going on. We want the families to have a good time. Uh, Those who can come, they may not stay long. Um, but everyone getting together want a feel of unity that night, um, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a great party for a great cause. Yeah. Uh, a lot of great people, music, food, fun, dancing, drinking, vinyl. Vinyl. I love is it. Is there anybody out there who might not know what vinyl is if they're under the age of, of <laughs> something? Well, they Real may, records. Yeah, they may see milk crates being brought in for the first time to a club. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I love it. And then I'm singing, um, did a little special treat. I'll be doing some acoustic with some friends of mine. And then I'll, I'll do like a 20 minute set. I'll be singing off and on all night long, a little bit of everything. Um, but it's mostly just get everybody out there dancing, having a good time, like celebrating life. Celebrating this event, Absolutely. celebrating getting people together who we don't even know. Absolutely. You know what's crazy? Um, you guys are beyond like you're put it organizing and, and jumping on radio shows and podcasts and all this other good stuff just to promote it. Um, you're using, you're utilizing your talents, right? What does that mean to not only use your talents, but mm-hmm. you're you, utilizing them for a good cause? That has to have some level of fulfillment in life, some level of satisfaction. You know, if I could take this one, it's it means everything, yeah. right? Because it's so important to find yourself in yeah. life, right? Yeah. Because we all have a talent. Sure. Everybody does. Yeah, I, I'll never be able to sing like him. I know that. Sure. And I'll never be able to do for media what Joey does. Absolutely. So, so it was about finding, okay, this is what I could do. This is how I can make the world a little better in my own special way. And each of us doing that. So to be able to, to use what you have and to give it back to the world means everything. It really does. 
absolutely. Yeah. And Mike has a way of getting people together too. When you walk into a room, yeah. yo, Momo, what's up? Everybody comes up to him. Just like, you know, it, it's crazy. He's like the mayor. Nice. <laughs> That's but awesome. no one has a bad thing to say about him because he's so positive. He's too sweet. He, no, but you are. You're so positive and you're always about helping people and what you say is quality. It's not it's a good thing, Michael. Thank you. Speaking of that, I think what you're putting out, this good karma, this um, this blessing on these families, that's 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 to not also be forgotten, right? I mean you guys don't have to do anything. You guys don't have to do any of this, right? You could have just heard the story, kept it moving, been inspired, but now you're legitimately making an impact that they will never forget for the rest of their lives. Something kept itching at me. I can't explain it. Yeah. Like I would sit there laying in bed. And I'm just like, I, I need to do something. It would just eat at me and eat at yeah. me. Then I'd ask my son questions. Hey, how was it school today? What's going on with this or that? And then I think the icing on the cake was hearing someone else's story and it just hit home. And I was like, I need to do something. I need to get this together. And maybe being the instrument to start it from, to be where it's at now. But I felt like something more had to be done. Yeah, you know, one of the things I talked about kind of how I started changing a lot of what I do in, in my life years ago. And, you know, transfer, not not completely, but, you know, from the corporate world into, I'm, I'm a lot more spiritual now. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I live completely differently. And a big part of that was the recognition that it's not about me. Mm. Sure. You know, it's really not. It's, it's, it's huge. About, it's huge. Yeah. Things, you know, I do a lot of coaching, like I said, and, I, you know, I talk to these younger guys and, and girls and... And I tell them, it's not about you. It's about everybody else. And this is a, a perfect example about, of that. Um, you know, that they, they, they have this idea that this happened to me or that happened to me. And, it's, and I tell them, it's not about you. Mm. It's about everybody else. And once you get a hold of that and you start living your life that way, everything starts to change. Wow. Mm -hmm. You got to think, too, when, when you say it's not about you, you turn it around, too. And you make people see it mm. from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. And I think people need to see that, that good vibe, that, that giving back. Yeah. And this was a true, what did I tell you, Joe? It was a true give back moment when I would tell people, I'm like, no one is accepting anything. Nobody is getting paid this night. It's not about that. Mm -hmm. And we had somebody who says, oh, I don't really do charity work. I'm like, okay, then you don't have to get involved. <laughs> wow. Well, there you go. So, so Mike, you do a lot of um, you know, coaching. What would you, if you could... Um, have something that you wanted to say to, to, to the kids um, or if you kind of flipped yourself and you were in that position, what would you say to a, a very impressionable age um, of these kids and the families and the experience that they're currently going through? What advice would you get the, would you give to get them through this? To, to go through something like this, you yeah. mean, or in general? Yeah. Y you know, it's, it's to have faith. Yeah. In, in whatever you have faith in. And I don't know anyone's particular ideologies, but it's important to believe in something more powerful than yourself. Mm. Right. Because yeah. going back to it's not about us. It's about every everyone else and everything else. And as long as you wake up in the morning and have hope and have faith and passion and believe in something and keep working every day. You know, people say, oh, he's successful or she's successful. It's really just one series of choices they're piled on top of each other, one after the next, after the next, over a series of 20 or 30 years. Sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes it's easier than others. But if you can just keep moving forward one step at a time and believing and keep grinding away at it, learn to embrace the struggle, learn to embrace the challenge, and even embrace as much as endure the pain, you'll get through it. And at the end, it's, it's, it's a great place. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you guys, outside of the financial help that this, this, this is going to give this family, what do you hope also comes from this? You know, 
it's well, we hope that we help the families, obviously. We hope that we bring awareness and we hope that we maybe spread that energy. Like I talk a lot about when I coach and when I consult with businesses, it's all energy in the universe, right? And if we can just put it out there and perpetuate it, it then we've done our job. What do we hope for? Those kinds of things. Those are the immediate things we hope for. The other things we can't even begin to imagine yet, right? Because things yeah. will come from it that, you know, it's amazing. You do things like this and you walk down the street a year later and say, you know what happened? I saw you at that event and we did this and guess what I'm doing? You're like, wow, I could have yeah. never imagined it, but that's how the world works. That's, yeah. yeah. Every day when I bring my twins to school, my little five-year-olds, I give them hugs and kisses, nose, nose, and I say, be kind. Yeah. If you be kind, it comes back. Yeah. And people remember, be kind. For that little kid who doesn't have all the friends sitting next to him, go over and be kind. Yeah. That's all I ask. Be kind because words sometimes are sharper than a knife. Mm. And people just need to be nice and love one another and give it back and pay it forward. Because like I said before, it could be any one of us in this position. And I wouldn't want that on anyone, but it's the truth in reality with things. It's a, it was a crazy experience when we, when we were going through this and my family. You start to you start to lose something about you. I don't know what it is. Something disappears. I don't know what it is, um, just because it's just this negative time. And you're trying to be positive, and you're trying to be positive, and then all of a sudden you hear, "Man, we did everything we're supposed to do," and then you get the news like, "Yeah, you got like two months, right?" So that 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 heaviness. You start. I don't know what it was, but I was starting to lose something. So I don't know if it was like hope, faith. I don't know what it was, and we're just sitting there, and I'm just taking it, and we're taking it. And we're just trying to not show it because my dad's there and he's trying, he's looking at us, literally waiting for someone to, to, to break. And we didn't. And uh, we kept that strong faith. And then all of a sudden, an event like this that you guys are putting on together was put together for my dad, as I mentioned earlier. And all of a sudden, something started to come back and it started to reel back in. The belief started to come back. And it was almost like, okay. We have to accept the reality, but now my belief in people, my belief in the community, my faith in humanity came back again. It came back. It was almost, it was like kind of fading in this it's odd time. Um, but then all of a sudden you see the love that was getting poured onto our family. I mean, we didn't ask for anything and they just did it. It just, just happened the way it came together. It was someone else's idea. Um, and it just, it regained. And all of a sudden, regardless of what happens from here with pop, the belief that we have in our community is just unreal, unreal. Um, yeah, that's some heavy stuff. Uh, so, all right, so let's switch it back up. So, how are you guys? You guys all do your, you know, your day job, so to speak. How are you guys managing? You know, because a lot of people are like, I work with a lot of people. Who's like, oh, I go home and go to bed. I'm going home. You know, I'm gonna go home and uh, you know, eat something and that call it a night. How are you guys managing? It's funny, right? An entrepreneur, you know, a realtor, a singer, Joe has his, you know, you have a day job and you do all this marketing stuff all at the same time. How is it that the go-getter somehow find the time? Isn't it amazing, right? You find the time. Yeah, you know, it, it comes down to a routine, right? And I'm not the routine guy. I'm so out there and, and I tend to get involved. In, but I had to force myself when I decided I was going to live like this to build routines and I decided, well, I didn't have enough time in the day to do this, so I started waking up earlier. Instead of waking up at 6 a.m., I started waking up at 4 a.m. So now I, I wake up early in the morning, much earlier than I ever did, and I have a routine and I start things going at that point. And you make everything productive, right? You try not to waste time, you try to maximize everything and keep going until you, until you hit the pillow at night. Yeah. So the way that you do it is to maximize everything, create a routine and 
to uh, make sure that you balance it. And so how do you do it? I know that you know, there's a lot of spirituality around here and, and focusing on what's good and what's great. It's about you have to, you have to recenter, right? Mm. Because you can get caught up in something and it'll take you off track. You have to, for me, it's meditation. Nice. I, I get back into the meditation and, I, and it brings me back to where I, I need to be and it keeps me going because I am involved in a lot of different things just like Kim, just like Joey, just like you are. Sure. Uh, so that's the way that we do it. Uh, making the time, not finding the time, right? But making the time. People go, how do you do that? How do you do this? How do you find the time? Find the time. I don't find the time. I make the time. Yeah. Put it in your schedule and then yeah. it exists. I love it. You make time for things that are worthwhile to make time for. Absolutely. And that's why I like with you guys, faith, hard work, and gratitude. Yes. That's... It's family, and you know, Absolutely. my family comes first. My husband says, Babe, I'm like number six on your list. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I was like, I was like, You got up to number three. He goes, It's like, it's like the kids, then it's work, then it's more work, then it's singing, maybe your friends, then me. I'm like, No, it's not. I'm like, You're my husband, you're always number one with me, and I take it for granted that he's always there. Absolutely, you know. Absolutely. It's just number one on which list? <laughs> no, okay, the short list. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just going to, on, on top of faith, hard work, and gratitude in terms of the routine. Yeah. Uh, I work with, and you know, I said that I, I coach and I mentor and I do that. Um, I also work with people, so I have coaches, I have mentors, right? Because I think it's, in, I'm involved a bit in the MMA and, and jiu-jitsu and grappling mm -hmm. world, and they'll all tell you that the most valuable people on their team are the, the coaches, the corner men, right? You wow. need somebody yeah, yeah. to give you that outside perspective. For me, one of my mentors told me, and it's something that I've incorporated into my routine, gratitude. Yeah. First thing in the morning when I wake up, I think of three to five things that I'm grateful for. Wow. And, and I play those through in my mind. And then the day, all hell breaks loose. And then when I go to bed at night, three to five things that I'm grateful for. And you rewire your brain. You train yourself to get into this habit. It's like a muscle like anything else. And you start seeing the world differently. Yeah. Um, and you become grateful for things. And things start to happen. Great things start to happen from that. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the whole, you know, they, with, with those patterns, you know, the faith, the hard work, and the gratitude. It, with the law of attraction constant, it never stops, right? So the fact that you guys are out here... Um, you know, promoting event that's giving back, it's like it's being collected, right? And the universe is going to spit it right back at you in some way. It's going to be shaped and packaged totally different. Um, but there, you know, there's benefits to giving back. There's something about that. Um, and I don't even know necessarily what it is. I don't know if anyone wants to answer. It's an adrenaline rush. Yeah. Honestly, when you, I do shows and, and you get paid for them. Yeah. I enjoy the ones that I don't get paid for more. Yeah. And don't take that into perspective, people. I am available to perform on a regular basis. Absolutely. But <laughs> she doesn't it, mind getting paid. Exactly. <laughs> I do not mind getting paid. But I enjoy going up there and people appreciating mm -hmm. and knowing that you're doing it from your heart. Absolutely. You know, wholeheartedly you're giving of yourself. You know, and that's where it's gotta come from, the heart. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, I mean, look, when, when you talk about it, 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 I think people get caught up into the it's better to give than to receive, usually about three or four weeks before Christmas, and then it rolls out about three or four weeks after Christmas. <laughs> right, right, right. That's better to give than to receive. It's better, I teach kids that and everything. Um, <laughs> That's too funny. But, but if you can learn to live like that, you realize it's true. And, yeah. and I know a lot of really, really successful people. And I spend a lot of time with them. Yeah. And they'll all tell you, it's great to have amazing material things. It's fancy cars, big houses, jewelry, whatever you want. It's cool. Um, the novelty wears off. 
Yeah. Giving back is there's something magical in it, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're yeah. doing something that's incredibly powerful that has the ability to change someone's life. Yeah. And, and there's nothing that touches it. Science is showing us that there's something that happens internally to us, right? Anatomically, mm-hmm. physiologically, there's just something that happens inside of us. It creates an energy. Because we're love, man. That's what we are. And when we give it, we get it. And great things start to happen. Yeah. That's awesome. So if someone could not make the event but still wanted to give back, is there, is there a way for that? or? We did. We were, during that night, we're going to have um, little stations set up for each family separately. Okay. But um, other than that, no, unless you wanted to send something directly to the family. And we can get you the information for, to go directly to them because I didn't want to put my hands in that. It's sure. too much um, to be responsible for. Yeah. Um, but other than that, that night, it's $25 for the ticket. The entire $25 gets split. Um, we're also doing uh, a carnival game, which is guess the amount for prizes and nice. other things. But um, for that most part, it's going to go directly to the family. I know this This all kind of got started very, very organically. Is there anything that you're planning or thinking or you're just kind of one step at a time? Let's see where this goes. Even if it's outside of this family, something else that you saw what you guys can all put together. Um, is this something that, or like on an annual basis, maybe picking a family or something like that every year and doing something like that? I don't know. This was more just this I wanted. It was a spontaneous, spontaneous in a way thing yeah. that just kind of, yeah, like you said, organically yeah. uh, came to life. But who knows, you know? Let's, like we said, let's see where I this think goes. He's asking yeah. us to take this band on tour. Yeah, I yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> now in Wichita, <laughs> Kim, Joey, and Mike show. Hey, never know. <laughs> Um, all right, so how can people get tickets to the event? And uh, I think you did mention how, how much they are. Can you mention you that, that as well as where is the event? All right, so you can reach the uh, Night to Give Back uh, event page and uh, on Facebook. You can contact Kim D. You can contact Dolce Vita. We will arrange to pick up the tickets. There are no tickets that will be sold online. There are no tickets that will be sold at the door. As of right now, I think, what was the, like, we're about- We only had 43 left. Nice. And we sold about wow. 150 within the first day. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's impressive. It was crazy. And it's I'm like, tough. this is going to be sold out. Now it's got a little bit of lull. Urban's like, oh, we can get at the door. Oh, no. You can't get the door. Fire law. <laughs> like a certain <laughs> amount of people in the room. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just like my last show. You sell 300 tickets and then 200 people are waiting outside. It's awesome. So we went uh, to the parking lot. Yes. <laughs> so we, uh, you, you can definitely get them online, or not online, uh, you can see online where to contact us to get it, Dolce Vita Media, Kim D, or, um, the singing realtor, and uh, we'll arrange to get the tickets to you however so, and uh, hope to see you there. <laughs> awesome. Where was the location again? It is at the Bordentown Elks Lodge in uh, Bordentown, New Jersey. Awesome. Um, all right, cool. So, so from here... Um, do we know if the families will actually be at the event or are they not at the event? Is, is that like a preference? Um, the families are going to be there. We don't know how long or it really depends how they're going to be feeling that night. Absolutely. Depending how Gabe's going to feel. Um, he, he's a child. He's 15 years old, 14, 15 years old. Yeah. He's probably not going to be there all night because he's going to be the only kid and he's sure. a little out of place for him. But I think we're going to try and see if he's going to show up, if he's up to it. And Dawn is trying wholeheartedly to be there. So we hope she said she's going to be there. So we are keeping our fingers crossed. She is. Her family is. They've been very supportive. They were the first, like they got right on board. Sold like forty tickets right away, and and more have been coming in. So it's been really nice. All the support that they've shown. That's awesome. Um, now my question, one one of my, you know, thoughts that always pops up in my head is, again, we're talking about putting your talents into action, right? 
Um, what's your recommendation? To anyone looking to use their talents to to help those in need? What what like kind of what are your little scars or things that you got from learning? Like, all right, next time I'm not doing that. Who? That's a hard question. Who wants to go first? So you know, listen. The, those difficult things aren't necessarily bad things, right? Yeah. Those scars show they they're, they're part of who you are, right? Yeah. There's no no knight that doesn't have some dings in his in his armor that isn't worth Absolutely. anything. So don't be don't be set back by those if those happen. But you know, the, just put it out there. Once you figure out what your talent is or what you're passionate about, because that's where your talent is, right? Where you're. I tell people all the time. They say, "What should I do? I don't know what to do with the rest of my life." I say, "Tell me what you're doing when you're not working." or what you you know when you're not thinking about working whatever right you're on. doing at that time that's kind of what you should be trying to monetize because that's where your passion is figure that out and get out there and start doing it and all of a sudden things will start to happen like things will find you you know the Kim D's of the world will find you and the Joey's will find you and say hey let's do this let's do that and there may be some hiccups along the way but that's all okay that's part of the journey absolutely yeah you always have an outline for the night but you have to learn how to change the course because you just don't know what's going to happen. One of the guys from the DJ company, he, uh, Rob, goes, oh, I need to know how we're going to do this. And like, sometimes you can't. You just have to go with the flow and see how it's going to be. Yeah. Um, and I like to, you always know what you're going to say. You're going to have your opening. You always want to have certain things that are going to go the way you want them in your head. But it never turns out that <laughs> way. Right, that's very um, true. But you also want to see how the vibe is going to be in the room that night. Yeah. Just like you're going to know what type of music we're going to start with. Should we do this? Should we do that? Um, so it's mostly going to be on how the people are when they're going to come in. And I think they're going to be hopeful. I think they're going to be compassionate, happy to be out, and also to celebrate giving back to these people wholeheartedly. You know. Also, I think the, the other important thing to add is, is that, you know, with, if you, you spoke about things of, uh, you know, hiccups or anything that you wouldn't have done or, you know, you learned from. The other thing is try not to be jaded because of that. Try not to, like, you know, try not to, like, base everything on the past, which didn't go well. Try to judge each everything as is, you know. I mean, you know, it's, it's not – don't hold grudges, but, you know, don't forget them either. Like, don't don't forget – but, you know, it, use that as a building block for how you're going to move forward. Absolutely. But, like, just don't hold everyone to the same – account as because of your bitterness towards something that happened previously right on yeah i do think that all these you know the our our little experiences that we put together and use them as bricks as foundation to kind of grow from there you're going to stand that much taller uh the next time you do experience uh something that comes your way um was there any parting words that you guys want to say for the actual event uh for yourselves anything you want to share Definitely uh, try to come out. Like Kim said, if, uh, if, if you have the opportunity, get the tickets as soon as possible. There are only 40 or so left. It really is going to be a great event. You know, feel free to check any of us out online. Follow us on social media. If there's something that uh, you think aligns with what you're doing, let us know. And if there's some way we can help, we will. If there's somebody that we know who can help, we'd be happy to try and plug you in with them that's what it's all about right it's, beyond, it's about creating relationships and networks and helping the greater good that's Absolutely. what yeah yes cool. and all the companies who've been involved including mike's firm um the restaurants carlo uh, quantum design smyers realty uh, new jersey buzz there's so many people who've been involved in this and it's brothers just blend brothers and blend um there's a lot of people who care 
yeah. and a lot of people who want to make a difference and they want to be there to help support. And I think being in your community and knowing that you do have some great businesses who want to give back. And we also can't forget about Marcello's and Toscano's and just Bordentown City in general really blessed. came together. Blessed. Yeah, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, you guys, and the gear, you guys, everything you're up to, man. Yeah, Appreciate is, that. You're going to have to stuff. come that night and wear those hands. And wear the vans and my little dancing shoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I want my hats are off to you guys. I commend you all for uh, putting this event together. I know it's not easy. I know it's going to be powerful. Uh, it's going to have a huge impact um, uh, to the family and create waves that you know we can't even imagine now. So I commend you all. Great job. Uh, good stuff. All right. So there you have it, folks. We'd like to close with two quotes. And the first one is by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. The life of a man consists not in seeing visions and in dreaming dreams, but in active charity and in willing service. And the second one is by Emanuel Swedenborg. True charity is the desire to be useful to others with no thought of recompense. Uh, so there you have it, folks. A night to give back. In this episode, we have special guests Kim D., Mike Momola, and Joey Dominic. We cover topics that range from event planning, charitable giving, the community united, using our talents, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes by Emanuel Swedenborg and Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed. Stay blessed.